from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio, this is the Hammer Down Racing Report. And now your hosts, Scott Hammer and Ron Miller. Hello and welcome to the Hammer Down Racing Report. I forgot to move my microphone up before we started. And it creaks. Yeah. We still haven't brought any WD-40. We haven't. Uh, welcome to the show. This is show number 53 for uh, October 4th. I got the right date this time, don't I? Yes. Yeah. Uh, usually I'm, I'm a little off. A uh, big show for you tonight. We're going, uh, we're going to uh, recap the Grocery Getter Classic, that uh, race we've been uh, talking about quite a few times, actually, throughout the year that uh, took place at Bearfield uh, Motorsports Park. And it happened we, last weekend. Before Wayne, that wasn't last weekend. It was the weekend before. Yeah. yeah. But uh, the results, I think, they, they took like right. a, a couple weeks out. And, yes. and we have uh, Dwayne Hancock here from uh, On the Throttle in, uh, was it WQCT and Brian? Uh, yeah, uh, yeah, WQCT and... Uh, um, 96.5 and 15.30 a.m. Is that all? Yeah, that's it. <laughs> Just those two. <laughs> well, you, you had uh, a couple cars in in that race. We did. And, uh, yes. Well, we're going to talk to you about that and how that went. We're also going to yes. get uh, Dave Mazzillo from uh, Bearfield as well, GM promoter, and uh, get his uh, view on things. Apparently, it went pretty good because they already have the entry uh, for next year's event uh, on their yeah. website. Yep, and so. I know... Uh, I the race director is a good friend of mine, or the guy ended up being race director. He wasn't planning on it. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but you'll have those <laughs> once yeah. in a while. You know, uh, uh, we talked last night too, so they got some bigger and better things planned for it. And, and apparently, uh, we mentioned last week they had some issues with the uh, transponder data. That yes. it was uh, like three years <laughs> worth of data. Yes. And uh, I, I do have a, a printout, a preliminary printout of the data, which you can get from uh, their website, the Bearfield Motorsports. Yeah. Com. The transponders was an issue. The race started an hour and 43 minutes late because of transponder issues before really? the race. And so I you thought they were that. pretty bulletproof. <laughs> yeah, so did we. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll talk to Dwayne more about that here in just a few. And as I mentioned, we'll get uh, Dave on the phone as well, get uh, the promoters of you, how, how everything went, and uh, and when the checks are going to go out, I guess. Apparently. Later in the show, we'll talk about a transponder issue at Oakshade last week. Uh-oh. We will? <laughs> ha, see there, Scott? Look at that. All right. We got some inside scoop now. Yeah, we're dangling that one in front of you. You didn't even know it. All right, we're going to talk about some racing at Millstream Speedway then. Fine. Go ahead. <laughs> I'm making that up. I have no, no idea. Nothing yeah, there. me too. Uh, make sure to check out HammerdownRacingReport.com. You can get your very own uh, Hammerdown Racing Report uh, t-shirt. Ron was sporting it at, at the track this past weekend. I was. Um, and I wore it proudly. Also links to our iHeart uh, Radio podcast page and our Facebook page and pretty much every, anything else, although I don't really update that very much, so there's probably <laughs> stuff from a couple of weeks on there still. <laughs> the other stuff updates automatically, right. the Facebook and the iHeart Radio. Yep, but you can still buy anytime, whether you update it or not. Oh, yeah, you can, yeah, yeah. You can, you can buy Hammerdown Racing Report swag mm-hmm. 24-7. I think there's even girl stuff on there. So if you got a special uh, lady in your ear, you know, Ooh, baby. Christmas right. is coming up. Yeah. That's true. Speaking of uh, Christmas. Yes. Ron Miller Race Cars. He's got all kinds of good stuff, too. you got good presents for the racer and oh, your family. Oh, wonderful presents. I mean, nothing's better. nothing says Merry Christmas better than <laughs> a set of tires under the Christmas tree. That's right. <laughs> Absolutely. I mean, or or a gift certificate hanging from the tree. We, we do gift certificates. I'd rather have the tires, though. You know, just... Because then you can touch it. It's right there as opposed well, to a gift Well, I'll tell your crew that you want a set of tires and they can put them under your tree. All right. Well, can they put them on the rims for me too? Yeah, that's a do-it-yourself oh. thing. <laughs> uh, he's got safety equipment. Uh, do you still have the two-for-one uh, radiator deal? For about deal? another week. About another week, the uh, all-star buy, radiators. Buy one, get one, plastic tank, 
Only the plastic tank ones, not the okay. aluminum tank, but uh, good deal, and, and they work well. Give uh, Ron a call, 734-856-7223. That's 856-RACE. That's us. And, uh, yeah, he does other stuff, too. Advice, service. Are you um, busy? How are, how are things actually, uh, now Actually, we just, the fin- just finished a big project uh, for a commercial customer, built uh, 40 feet of uh, tire racks. Three, four, is that what that was? Uh, yeah, three or four rows high, 40 feet. So uh, that was a nice little filler, and season's over, and, and cars people are already making appointments as far as a month out. Oh, I'm sure. So I mean, it gets busy. It's time. And, and we talked about it last week, Scott. There's there's three seasons during the winter. There's the this guys, is second summer right now with right. the weather. Oh, it's beautiful. <laughs> yeah. But the guys, want, some guys want to get their stuff done early and put it to bed. Then few people want to wait till right after the holidays, and then they do it. I haven't touched my car since yeah, last Saturday. Yeah. <laughs> You're going to be one of the guys that watches the Daytona 500 and goes into panic mode. Like us. Oh, my car's not ready. Huh. No, <laughs> I got to fix my truck first, and then that's I got priorities. Fix the truck, then I'll start working on the car. You don't drive that truck to work. It's going to no. sit in your yard until spring. But if I don't, if it doesn't work, I can't take the car anywhere. What? You know, you, most you need racers I know, well, no, work on a race car and they forget about the truck, and the truck breaks down. And they're like, oh, that's huh. that's exactly it. <laughs> Well, I've been the truck kind of broke down a few weeks ago. I've been, I, I, I've been lucky that I, I made it, didn't it to really, and back from the. It track. really didn't break down. It just sort of bent down a little. It's uh, it's crying. Yeah, <laughs> it's uh, yeah. So, anyways, uh, make sure to if, click. If we've got any automatic transmission people listening to us, Scott would yeah. accept that I, as a sponsorship. I did get some uh, messages right. uh, from some people, people to contact. So there you go. Very good. I got a plan and plan in motion. I also got to work on my motorcycle uh, too. Unless, unless somebody wants to, really, really wants. Yeah, to maybe fix we can your, work out a trade. Fix your. If you want to be a sponsor of the Hammerdown Racing Report? I'm willing to work out. There you a go. Trade. Absolutely, and it works well. Yeah. Hammerdownracingreport.com. Uh, my contact information is on there. There you go. Uh, make sure to click the like button on our uh, Facebook. I, I haven't looked at our likes recently, but we, we're, we're, we got to be. We're getting. We're, we're getting. Gotta there. Be, I want to get to a thousand. We got to be really, really close, Scott. Yeah. No. All right, that's I think all. I logged in on my wife's computer the other day and liked it. So there you go. <laughs> Is that she, she didn't even know it? <laughs> I won't tell her. Yeah, I won't tell her if you won't. <laughs> It'll be a surprise. <laughs> so uh, as the the season winds down, not much uh, racing going on around this area this past weekend. Oakshade was in action and uh, was an interesting evening. It was the final race of the season at Oakshade and. Uh, there was outhouse races, which uh, um, we what, we started talking about at the very end of the show last week. It was like, oh, we're having outhouse? What? What is this? I seen the video and, on that. Did you? Did you see yeah. the crash? Was there a crash video? I haven't seen it. I did not crash. see that. But. <laughs> Steve Kester was the winner, his team, and he was in, they kind of were falling apart after, you know, a few races. Right. And uh, the very last one that was still kind of rolling, <laughs> he it, he tumbled. It would have brought out the red flag. He, right. he went over, and he, he it looked like that would have hurt. But uh, so came, somebody have to sit in this thing while they're pushing it. Or? Two yeah. people on each side pushing it, and one kind, person kind inside. Of like handles right. that, yeah. that extend out outside of the out outside of the outhouse. Oh, yeah. <laughs> they went to make the corner, and the wheels were about going flat on it. They were kind of straight out and when they tried to turn the whole thing just rolled over with kester in the upper well at least kester is in it at least, yeah you know. well he he was all right because he won the very next race right. too he was the uh the, the late model feature winner 
That so, worked well. Yeah. So yeah. He, he won two, two. He got two uh, wins. He didn't get a trophy for the, the late model race, though, just for the. the but he got, got a trophy for he the did. outhouse he race. Did. Yeah. So it worked out well. wonder what it paid. The, the outhouse yeah. race? Yeah. <laughs> I bet you it was crap. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, boy. Matthew Chapman went uh, topless with his uh, sportsman and won uh, ninth feature win of the season. That matches his car number. Sported his yeah. Mohawk helmet. going on. So, And he'll be uh, racing for McKenzie next year in a late model. Yes, he will. I've seen that. I actually met him Sunday. Yeah. First time I ever met him at the golf outing. And great, his, great kid. Oh, he's great, a lot of fun. Great yeah. family. We, we I, I can't say enough nice things about them. <laughs> I like the Mohawk, too. That was yeah. that was awesome. I need to get one of those. Do, do you fir- sell those at Ron Miller Race Cars? Uh, we could fabricate one. There you go. All right, I need one for next season. You're okay. It's got to be orange, though. All right. Okay. <laughs> Jeff Folks uh, Jr. won another Bomber A main win. Uh, Corey Gum won the, the uh, compact feature for the second week in a row. Kurt Dickey. That was a car built by Ron Miller Race Cars, by the way. Was it really? Yeah. All right, another shameless plug for Ron Miller Race Cars. <laughs> hey, uh, you can take them when you can. Right. <laughs> Kurt Dickey uh, picked up his very first uh, Bomber B feature win earlier this season, and uh, he finished off the season with getting his third Bomber B main feature win on Sunday or Saturday. In another car built by Ron Miller Race Cars. <laughs> Look at that. <laughs> I'm sorry. Look. It's just the way it worked out. Okay. What a deal. Okay. Yeah, okay. That's, yeah. tell, tell sounds that. like they're fast to me. Maybe. Maybe I'll check into one of these. There you go. Maybe I'll do something <laughs> like that. I, mean. I hear he lets people drive his uh, Outlaw Late Model. Really? Yeah. Well, heck. yeah. That'd be all right. <laughs> Lucas Oil uh, Late Model Series was in action. Uh, Dale McDowell won the Dixie Shootout at Dixie Speedway in Georgia on Saturday, and then Chris Madden became the 20th different uh, driver to win a Lucas Oil feature this season with his win at uh, Rome Speedway on Sunday. Uh, this weekend is the 30th annual Pittsburgher 100 at Pittsburgh's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Not to be confused with Philadelphia's Pennsylvania Motor Speedway. Hmm. Not, not that there is one, but if there was. <laughs> Do, doesn't, doesn't that race kind of conflict with another big race? No. Oh, okay. No, no. You're th- no if you're thinking right. of the uh, world, that's not no, this that's next weekend. Week, yeah, the weekend right. after. Yeah. That conflicts with some other things. Yeah. Yes, it does. Uh, World of Outlaw Craftsman uh, Late Model Series action. Tyler Erb, who we spoke to uh, after his uh, time down under in January. Right. He uh, actually picked up his very first World of Outlaw yeah. feature win on Friday night. Followed it up with another win on Saturday at the Outlaw Invasion at both uh, races down at Atomic yeah, Speedway. Yeah, swept the weekend. So a pretty good weekend. I think it's the last lap pass, too, the second night. I think I was. believe on Mike Marlar, I believe. Uh, See, I pay attention. We'll, we'll, go, we'll, go, we'll go with that. I'm, I'm with pretty that. sure it was there, or at least it was a lap. I'm pretty sure it was last lap pass. Or either way, he came out on the on the That's right, right. End of it. Uh, series is off this weekend. Their next uh, race, actually, they're off for a while because uh, next World of Outlaw Craftsman Late Model Series race is the World of Outlaws World Finals at the dirt track at Charlotte. The yes. uh, first uh, few days of November, November first through the third. World of Outlaw. Craftsman Sprint Car Series action had uh, the youngest driver ever win uh, a race yeah. for them. It's uh, Gio uh, Selzy. I hope I pronounced yep. that right. Okay. Gio Selzy. Yep. He became the youngest driver, 16 years, 10 months old, uh, winning uh, Friday night at Williams Grove. Yeah, of all places. I mean, that's tough to win a Williams Grove no matter who you are. And in and, and the, the Indy Race Car Parts team, I mean, it's they got good stuff, but they don't have a lot of stuff. They got one of everything. <laughs> do, you so. know, do you know where he's from? 
Is he, uh, he's Gio? not part of the Pennsylvania posse, is Gio? he? Gio, no, he's from California. Is he's he? uh, okay. Gary Selzy's son. That I did not know that. Yes. His youngest son. Drag race guy. Yep. Uh, you, you don't know Gary Scalzi? I don't. Selzy? I don't like John Force, and that's about it. <laughs> Gary's a lot of. We fun. need to get a drag race guy in yes. here to educate me. I think if you get Gary, you'll you'll know if you ever see Gary because you can hear him from far, far away. He's yeah. like John Force, just not as popular. I mean, you can hear him, and he's loud, and he's it's, it's a drag race thing. I've been think. working on Kirby <laughs> McLennan, who's a kind of a legend locally in drag racing. So. Don't yeah, drag racers say if uh, if you can turn, you're not going fast enough? Yeah, something like that. Well, it's funny talking, you know, getting off a little ahead of time, but uh, when we had transponder issues at the grocery getter, we got out of the car and talking, and the guy beside me is like, I'm a drag racer. I've never been on old tracks. So I don't know what I'm going to do in the corner, he says the first lap. <laughs> so they should have. Do they have transponders in uh, drag racing? I don't think so. They probably don't no, need them, I don't do think they? so. Just timing lights. Yep, That's all you need. Light. Um, uh, Lance DeWeese, uh, won on Saturday or yeah, Saturday night yep. at Williams Grove. And of course, dedicated the win to the late, uh, Greg Hodnett. Uh, this weekend they race, uh, Saturday at Fulton Speedway in New York. Yes. Well, that's $56,000 to win too. Been there. Have you? Mm-hmm. Did you win? I doubt it, but <laughs> we were there. <laughs> Did you race or were you yes. just watching? No, no, oh, no. Okay. We, we raced. What decade was that? Out of curiosity. Uh, <laughs> 1970s. Okay. Big block so, mod. A few years ago. Yeah. All right. Uh, let's uh, call up uh, Dave Mazzillo here from uh, Bearfield. Talk to him. All right. Get him on the line. We're going to see uh, what his opinion was of how things went at the grocery getter. Did you? Was it a good time? to everybody? Oh, yeah. I think so. I mean, it turned out good. Besides the transponder issue be for the race, I mean... Everything went actually better than I expected, except for it was uh, a lot more wild than I expected it. <laughs> a lot more brutal, I should say. <laughs> when did you uh, When did you uh, enter? Were uh, you like a last minute entry? Or? Yeah, the last day. We, I mean, we had our cars for a while, but we was just waiting just just to see. All right. Dave's fun to talk to. We've talked to him. This is like the third Couple time times, this year. Yeah. <laughs> is this Dave? Yes, Dave. Dave, it's Scott, Ron, and Dwayne uh, from the Hammerdown Racer Report. Uh, how's it going? Good. Good. Have we you, want, have yeah, you recovered yet? Yeah, I'm show right now, too, but <laughs> Dwayne's got it taken care of. Okay. That's right. <laughs> so uh, let's uh, let uh, give us a recap of the, how the Grocery Getter Classic went. It was great. It <laughs> <laughs> Like I said before, if you didn't leave with a smile on your face, you better re-examine your level of entertainment. And everybody left here with a big smile on their face, wanting to know when next year's entry form would be out. So next year's entry form went out yesterday. Gotcha. Yeah, we already mentioned that earlier in the show. I saw that uh, you already have it on your website there. I, I understand. It was I, amazing. We, we know I that never, it, Go ahead. I never thought it would be like that. We know that it was primarily a, a racer event, but uh, how was the grandstand? Were, were people interested in watching? Uh, they came and go all for the whole 24 hours, and I think we sold like 620 tickets to the grandstands. Well, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. I'd say there's a decent crowd at the start and decent crowd at the finish for sure. And 
I know when I got T-boned, uh, well, the guy I'm buying my store from, him and his wife's in the grandstand, they instantly was calling the pits to make sure, <laughs> make sure I was still alive to keep buying the store. I think they want payments or something. I don't know. <laughs> well, at least they're keeping an eye on you. That's right. <laughs> so did you stay awake for the uh, the entire event, uh, Dave? No, I actually got in the safety truck, and it took me about a three-hour nap. Did you miss any Uh-oh. exciting action then while you were sleeping? No. Oh, okay. Oh, I bet you did. <laughs> you just don't I know, know about it. Yeah. So how many cars uh, did you end up starting? Uh, we actually started 96 with 121 entries. Gotcha. Yep. So there were some guys that couldn't make it. Uh, there was a lot a lot of circumstances why they couldn't make it. And, you know, I completely understand. And we're actually doing something special for those guys that ha- did was unable to make it because of this. I mean, nobody actually says, you know what, I think this is a stupid idea. We ain't coming. They There was... <laughs> family issues and stuff like that they had to deal with uh, so we completely understand that things do happen how many you're going to kind of take care of those guys oh yeah yep that's pretty stand up they went out on a limb and registered with us back in december and january so you know they they believed in my kooky idea so (laughs) i want to thank them by uh helping them out next year if they want to come back yeah that's good i mean you don't see that a whole lot. No, I mean, this is all about fun anyways. It's it not was. about a money grab or anything. This is about having fun. So how many announcers did you have? Uh, I had one. That did the whole and thing he, the whole way through? Yeah, he wouldn't go to sleep. Yeah, Tyler that's is a great. machine. He's not a person. He's just a machine. He wouldn't. I, w- I would have given up. I would have been, uh, all right, I'm done. Somebody else do it for we a didn't while. Eat, we, I, I took a 40-minute nap. Uh, two other people stayed up, so... Was up thirty six hours, and a couple people on our team took two three hour nap. But uh, I I took forty minute nap in thirty six hours. So <laughs> two of us was up the, full time. Full time. The guy from Texas that had the Nova, he actually took the keys out of his car, put it in his pocket, and told the team to go to bed because as long as the car was on the track, nobody was going to get any rest. So he says we're going to bed. So he took his car off the track. Yep, took his car off the track, put the keys in his pocket, and they went all went to bed for three hours. Yeah, <laughs> there's a team beside us that did that too. They they took a five hour nap. I'm like, hey, okay, that's all right. Wow, I mean, that's crazy. We came to finish. Our our goal was number one goal is to have fun. Number two goal is to uh, finish both cars, and third goal was to not be um, carted out in the ambulance. So we <laughs> oh, achieved no. two and a half of those goals. Well, <laughs> no, we 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 did have an injury here. Uh, we never used the Band-Aid, but uh, my EMT told a gentleman that he needed to move his golf cart in front of the ambulance so in case it needed to move, and he decided to run over her toe. Oh. So <laughs> the only person got injured was the EMT. <laughs> so who treats the EMT then? Uh, we just told her to suck it up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> How did your communication system work with the FM radios? Uh, it didn't. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Yeah, I say not so well. <laughs> That's the problem we've got. We have benefits of being beside an airport, and we have benefits of not being beside the airport. The benefits of being beside an airport is we don't have to worry about noise, and we don't have to worry about a time restriction, but we do have to worry about something about an FCC license oh, <laughs> for, for broadcasting those. a signal that strong. Those pesky little FCC folks. I, tell, I, I personally, being in the car, I liked it. Uh, I know some people had, you know, country music on, some had rock music. I kept mine down because after you race in the pack, 
you could tell who was coming up beside you and you knew who was going to give you room and who was going to rub you every time you passed. So you knew who, whether to give or be ready. So uh, I liked it because then I could tell who was going to be beside me most of the time so and what to prepare for. Did the uh, FCC actually come and shut you down then? No, the air- airport can jam the frequencies. Oh, wow. Yeah. So what? We've what... actually, this is the hard thing to, for people don't understand. We've actually had pilots that are taking off, and we're watching them take off, and they're talking over our PA system to the people <laughs> in the aircraft, telling them their destination and the temperature and everything when they land. <laughs> wow. <laughs> That's crazy. So what'd you uh, what'd you end up doing then for communication? Just uh, old fashioned flags and lights. Yep. 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 Flags and lights. Okay. So, so I, I guess you had a, a one other issue that was kind of a a, a thing there about with the transponders. Uh, tell us uh, what happened with that. Well, we have learned that you cannot put a transponder on a car that has the ECM or has an amplifier in the trunk for the stereo system. It don't work. Well, that really? I didn't even know that part. <laughs> Huh. That was the problem is why we didn't get started because some of these foreign cars had the ECM in the trunk and there was a couple of guys that had amplifiers which was they had more in the amplifiers than they did their car. <laughs> so it that don't work and I've you know, I told Wes all about it and they said, You know what? We never gave that any thought because we just deal with race cars. Right. Yeah. yeah. Right. I wouldn't even have thought that. Uh, so how did you uh, overcome that issue? Well, after uh, about the third time of changing the transponder out, I realized that, okay, why is what's going on here? And then I looked in the trunk, and it's like, yeah, that's it. So we moved to the transponder to the middle of the car, and it seemed to work. Gotcha. So just relocated yeah. the transponders. That took care of that. Didn't yeah. uh, yep. was, Wasn't there an issue, though, uh, after the race compiling all the results? Uh, I guess uh, I remember I think either I saw your video or I read something there. That you sent had to send it to uh, West Holden. It was like three years worth of uh, three seasons worth of data. Well, that's what they thought, and then I re- I told them I said that's only one race for twenty four hours. <laughs> the The file was so big at the end it wouldn't print. It would only print the transponder name or the transponder number. It wouldn't print the laps or the name. So Julian, which is the the, the program writer and the owner of West Hold, we worked for what day was it? I can't remember now. But we worked three hours while he was taking over my computer, and he f- wasn't able to get it 100%, but he was able to capture the the laps, the transponders, the cart, and the name, and the laps, and, and he was able to put it all in four files and combine those four files together and get what we needed to be so we could get it posted. Gotcha. And who was, uh, who's the winner? I see it, it says Baker. Uh, Vern Baker, St. Louis, Missouri, the '91 stop car. Yes, he was how, flying. How much? Uh, how much did it pay then with a uh, '96 car starting? Did you go off uh, the starting cars or the entries? Uh, we off the entries because that's what we collected. Uh, Ten thousand nine hundred, I think it was. That's that's a pretty yeah. payday. Yeah, I'd be happy. That with guy that. was on it too. I mean, he <laughs> was. I knew he had to be one of them. What kind of car was he driving? Uh, a Saab. Ah. Yep. It was his family car up until last year when it was stolen down to Kentucky, and they ran the guy down, and the guy burnt the clutch out of it. So it's sitting in his garage up until the middle of the year. And he put it together and made it into the winning car for the first race, first grocery getter. Is he going to be back next year, do you think? Oh, yeah. He he said that 
they do the lemons races, him and his team, mm-hmm. and they say they, they're they no fun. He said this is the best fun we've ever had. <laughs> so how, how long after uh, the race ended did you decide that you were going to be doing this again next year? Uh, about, the, about the first five minutes. Yeah, that's what I say. And the bugs worked out then, uh, you know, with the, the first one here for uh, next year. What, uh, what I guess, what, uh, what changes are going to be in place uh, to make next year's even better? Well, we wanted to do 500 cars, but we, we're capping it at 250 oh. because, you know, Fort Wayne's a big city, okay? You guys been to Fort Wayne. Yeah. Yeah. We, we wiped out Waynedale and most of Fort Wayne. Every Walmart was out of tires. The gas station, <laughs> yes. 8,500 gallons in fuel. I mean, really? the restaurants, mm-hmm. out of food. Well, it sounds like uh, the retailers around there just need to prepare a little better. Yeah. Especially tires. Yeah. I mean, you've seen people coming in pits all night long from Walmart and places with tires. And I'm glad we took as many as we did. We wasn't planning it on it. And then something like two days before, we're like, we better buy at least four tires. So we took four brand new ones besides what was on the car and two spares. And we was down on the cords. If anybody's seen any of my Facebook stuff, we is literally on the cloth of the tires <laughs> <laughs> the last few laps of the race. <laughs> So what kind of what feedback uh, did you get from uh, racers and, and fans uh, on the event? Uh, the feedback I got from the racers was the only thing is why isn't the entry form out yet? <laughs> <laughs> so everybody's excited to be doing this again next year. Yeah, I mean guys are sore, and I told them I you know I'm sure you guys are sore too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was an understatement. <laughs> so. You know how you cure being sore and running those tires like you did? How do you do that? Slow down. <laughs> well, yeah. Slow down. Or, I mean, or take the was, keys and take a nap. That that was my thing. Yeah. I mean, I thought it, you know, I thought we was going to start out about 35, 40, and that was our game plan, just to average about 40, 45 and save our stuff and – you know, we're oh, going. That's right. You guys had speedometers in there. Oh yeah, we're going cars. We're going forty, and uh, our side mirror literally got ripped off the car in the first five minutes because we was going so slow. Everybody's going sixty <laughs> and slide, 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 and you and stuff. I was like, well, guess if we want a chance of being up front, we're gonna have to go. And yeah, I mean it. It was it was a lot faster than what we anticipated, but. If you wanted to, if you wanted a chance to stay up front, you had to run as fast as them, and we didn't go there to finish second. So, <laughs> do you have a, a date for uh, for next year for the race? Yep. Yep. September twenty second or twenty first and twenty second, same weekend. And write that down. Yep. <laughs> All right, you got a entry form. You have uh, another uh, race uh, yet to go this year, right? Uh, the Halloween Havoc. Yep, October twentieth. Man, if you if you haven't been to a race all year, this is the race that you want to come to. No doubt about it. You got Outlaw Super Lates doing their championship night for main event. You have championship night for Auto Value bumper to bumper sprints. You have this is unique mods and late models both running together for twelve hundred to win. Okay. Then you got street stocks and you got four banger class. And that's coming up on October 20th? Yes, sir. I didn't hear you say anything about run what you brung cars or dirt cars running on asphalt. I'm kind of disappointed. <laughs> well, we were going to do that, but we got our championship night got rained out, so we had to scrub that and move everything to that night for, for the right. uh, oh. speed limit race. Sounds like a uh, action-packed full night there. 
Any plans uh, to uh, do anything on the dirt track next year? Uh, we're going to mow it and put some more grass seed on it. <laughs> That's pretty boring. Oh, Jeez. I was hoping we'd get on there. You're going to race some lawnmowers? <laughs> do some hey, lawnmowers. You want to bring your lawnmower? Go for it. <laughs> I was hoping make, part of the grocery sure, getter get sure, on there. <laughs> make sure them blades are turning. Hey, there was some grocery getter cars in there. But yeah, one time I went through there. <laughs> one time I went off turn. I, I, I Let's see. I went off turn one and two. I went off three and four. And I went in the middle. Yeah, it's yeah, pretty consistent. Yeah, I was, I, I was getting, I was like, oh, there's got to be dirt somewhere around here. <laughs> oh, you found it. I did. One so, time it surprised me. I, I don't know. Maybe I fell asleep. I'm not sure. But next thing I know, I'm off the side of the track. I'm not sure what happened there. Uh, what's the website, Dave, where uh, they can get the entry form for next year's uh, Grocery Getter Classic? Bearfieldmotorpark.com under the Grocery Getter tab. There you go. All right, Dave, we appreciate uh, the time once again. Hey, I appreciate you guys having me on. Yeah, and good luck with Halloween Havoc, and uh, I'm sure we'll talk to you uh, again next year uh, about the Grocery Getter Classic uh, when we get closer to it again. Okay, right. appreciate it, guys. All right, thanks, Thank Dave. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, tires was a huge thing. Um, many people um, that I know, because I uh, I had a lot of customers and a lot of friends that was had cars, so we was all pitted reasonably close to each other, and that was everybody's concern was tires and. I mean, the track eight tires. Well, and, or like I said, everybody was, I thought was going to, you know, you'd think 24 hours you'd save your stuff. I don't know. It was, it was um, get from it. the drop of the green flag. It was get it. Or, uh, I mean, it was a lot more brutal than I thought. I mean, I've done demolition derbies and, you know, all kinds of stuff. And I was like, man, you're 65, 70 mile per hour side swiping stuff in the first five minutes of the race. and Got to win it on the first lap. Yes. That's Thanks. what some people thought. Thanks. But that Saab, he, I mean, he would race you tough. He wouldn't race you dirty, but he'd race you tough. There's some guys that just, they couldn't pass you unless they hit you. Well, thanks to Dave uh, Mazzillo, who we just uh, speaking to on the phone, GM promoter of Bearfield Motorsports Park, talking about the Grocery Getter Classic. Yeah. We have Dwayne Hancock here in the studio. We had uh, two cars in, yes. in the race. Uh, where did uh, each of your cars end up finishing? Uh, our vibe that everybody laughed at me about it was one of our company it's a pontiac isn't it those yes. are ugly yeah it had four hundred and forty thousand <laughs> miles on it before the race or after? yes before okay it was one of our delivery vehicles as my, my personal company car for a long time so it was you know clean one owner never abused never pushed off any sprint cars with front bumper or anything i mean <laughs> it uh four hundred forty thousand miles on it and we got 19th with that and when we seen the results, we was three laps from gaining, I think, four, three or four spots, and like eleven laps from gaining another spot. So, yeah, yeah, it looks like nineteenth uh, through sixteenth, uh, all within uh, ten laps of each other. Yep, and then eleven uh, laps up to fifteenth. So, yeah, eleven. We was eleven laps from gaining four or five spots, and then uh, we had a Chevy Cavalier, and about what, when we went down to the three eighths track, as we started out in the half mile, and things got way too wicked quickly always going 65 70 down the straights easily i mean from the beginning so we went down to three eights and you know always down to 55 60 and um yeah for the for those that don't our listeners that may not know bearfield has uh the was it like a full half mile yes full and half then, mile then there's a corner one and two is a little bit shorter for the three eights yes and a did lot you have the back. option to go either way no nope. um no <laughs> no in the middle of the race um and this was the funny part because the, the communication was done, they're like, well, we're going to switch you in the middle of the race. Well, like, how are you going to know? And they're like, well, 
you'll know because uh, the safety trucks are going to pull out in front of the leader and just go real slow and slow everybody down. So I don't know who volunteered for the safety truck job, but uh, those guys were nuts because uh, there's no uh, yellow. I mean, there's no yellows. Kind of they flash the yellow lights if somebody like hit the wall head on or sideways in the front stretch. Then there's a couple reds, one for a fire. Then a 61 year old lady that was racing beside us, she flipped. And she oh, loved really? she loved it. Her 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 <laughs> son and her her husband they was they was like oh god oh geez and she gets out of the EMS and she's like oh I want to do that again you know she 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 was another ready. another racer that'll be back yes but uh but anyways yeah the the Cavalier uh, I got T boned um at right in the driver's side I mean literally about a foot behind me and uh, I had to take a trip to the EMS because I wasn't feeling real well and I couldn't get off the trailer floor for a while. Really? A little bit dizzy, and uh, you know, went there, and they're like, "Well, you probably—I think you got mild concussion, but you know, if you want to race, you know, you probably—we <laughs> can't stop you. Yeah, we can't really stop you if you sign this form." And was, so it, I did. was the car still okay then? Oh, the well, it knocked the rear axle sideways, so we uh, made some brackets, welded it back in, and then um, it got another crash, and it happened again, so we welded that back in, and then. Um, Let's see. So you, went, you went prepared. You had a welder oh, yeah. with you. Oh yeah, and uh, we broke a half shaft and got that done. Wheel oh, bearing wow. went out. We got that done. Uh, power steering hose uh, broke. I mean, this car would was trying to kill us, and it didn't. <laughs> and it and it finished. I mean, that was our goal, and we as just as stubborn as it was. I so both cars made it all twenty four hours. Yes, and we got forty seventh. Well, we got forty six, but the new new poll says we got forty seventh after they redid. Before thing, the so. race, I was thinking, you know, like a Crown Vic might be a, a well, good car. That's what we thought too, like an old police car. Yep. Uh, some of those guys went through eighteen or nineteen for right front tires because all the body roll. Oh wow! Of the weight, and there's a Buick Roadmaster. You you didn't want to be on the outside of them because when they blew a tire, I mean, they went to the wall instantly. If if you was on the front stretch, I mm-hmm. mean. The one hit. I mean, the one. I, I, I can't believe the guy is all right, because it was. Uh, he was in the race. He couldn't be all right. Yeah, well, yeah, <laughs> for sure. Yeah, because there's no roll cages, no nothing. You got the car seat belt and a helmet. And um, you know, I was in the vibe at that time, and I was going 65. Uh, and this is on the three eighths track in the corner. I mean, in the corners, we was going 75 down the straights in the three eighths track, and he blew a right front. I mean, he hit the end of the turn four wall head on. I mean, just, just. Cracked the windshield and all kinds of stuff, but no, he was all right. They fixed it, but yeah, those bigger they cars. They fixed it. <laughs> oh yeah, they, that was one of the teams from Texas. They brought five or six cars. And now I, mean, they, I know you had to have the stock seat. Could you modify nope. the seat? No, no shoulder support or anything to hold you up. Um, I think your neck would have got tired. Yeah, I mean, I seen a couple people have pillows and stuff, you know. But yeah, they're really one. You had to have in case a they neck, wanted to take a nap. Yeah, you had to have a neck <laughs> collar. Well, I was eating a muffin at the beginning because, you know, we're supposed to start at noon, and we thought, well, we're going to do a two-hour shift. Well, now it don't start till one forty-three, and we and it was just a mess beforehand, and uh, we didn't eat or anything. So, so uh, did they go to uh, noon the next day, or did they go to one forty-three? Okay, so they yep. did go twenty-four hours. Yep. So uh, we had uh, one of my teammates, uh, Cindy Hand. She's she used to be a boss photographer and stuff. Her son Riley Van Heist was on our team. He was a boss sprint car driver. Well, we're sitting there uh, like. Man, we're hungry, and so uh, on the first pre- our first transponder lap, they checked everybody. She threw us a box of muffins, so I pull up beside Riley and throw a, muff- a couple muffins in his car. So we're eating muffins going down the track the first couple laps. <laughs> okay, yeah. There was nothing in the rules about uh, not right. eating, right? Doesn't say you can eat. Oh, I you see probably some got guys coupled, with coolers. Right? Well, there's some people that had coolers in their car. 
So how many uh, how many hours would you say you actually were driving? Did you drive both cars yes. or were you just in one? Yeah, both? and we had six. You had to have four on each team, but you had double drive. So we had um, our one team, Riley Van Heist, which he races Boston, he races at Waynesfield and different things. Um, he was doing double duty, and so was I. And, well, then I got hurt. I was in EMS for a while, then come out and took about an hour, two-hour break. And took some Tylenol and, you know, sucked it up and went back out. So there's that crazy <laughs> ringing one yeah, away. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then um, one of our drivers, uh, Eric Krebs, which he is one of the car owners, um, he it just wasn't for him. He went out and done about 20 laps, and he pulled in. And he says, dude, I don't want to die. <laughs> he goes, <Yeah. laughs> I don't want to die. He goes, you can call me whatever. I said, no. I said, we, we had a team meeting where I said, hey, if this ain't what you think it is, or, you know, if it's not for you, we'll, we'll – We'll figure it out, and and you could get other people to drive. He, all you had to do is pay twenty bucks. But there's ended up uh, we had six drivers for two cars, and we ended up with five drivers for two cars. And so we was out there a lot. Uh, Cindy Hand was one of our drivers. She did a lot of laps. Uh, Riley Van Heist and John Comet, uh, former sprint car driver in Indiana. Uh, Dane Miller that works for VP Race Fuels. Right. Yep, that's uh, big in the late model industry. Um, he was one of our drivers, and then uh, we had Weston Van Heist. We had three guys. Our, Three guys there basically just to work on the cars, and we kept them a lot busier than we thought. Uh, <laughs> Raymond. It sounds like you brought the right stuff with you. We did. Well, I own a Napa parts store, so. No. <laughs> <laughs> we had everything but a wheel bearing. And um, Edie and uh, Eric, Edie, uh, Eric's wife, Edie, and uh, his stepdaughter, Bree, they uh, kept us fed. Uh, they'd go to the. They kept us parts. They went up to the parts store, which I can't say which parts store they went to because Napa wasn't open, (laughs) (laughs) and uh, got us parts and got us food. So they worked their butts off. Uh, Weston and Raymond, a.k.a. Dale, um, we kept them busy fabricating uh, parts and welding rear ends back in and changing tires. The the track concession stands, were they open? Yes. And and they they managed to keep up? Yes, yes. Uh, That is one thing that – uh, dang, we should ask Dave about that. It's one thing that didn't go over so well. That's probably my only complaint. I mean, we took a ton of food. And as soon as the race starts, they say, oh, you can't cook in the pits. There's no grilling in the pits. Oh. So I had about $100, $200 worth of meat. So we, we you could go out in the parking lot and grill it, but you can't do it in the pits. But uh, raw, hamburg- raw hamburger wasn't your style? <laughs> no, no. <laughs> so, some people did do eat some raw hot dogs. but <laughs> You could cook on the motors, though. Yeah, you could. You could, but... Uh, we was nice. We we went by the rules because it said you get disqualified. So we we uh, did all the concessions. But yeah, concessions kept up. They was good. But uh, we ran some people and got some uh, McDonald's in the morning. Some different things too. So, so so overall, how many hours would you say you were in the car driving? In the car for the weekend. Oh geez, ballpark. Oh, uh, probably both cars. Probably at least nine hours, maybe more. <laughs> and Cindy and Riley was in them. Cindy, she was a beast, and so was Riley, because they was they kind of got stuck doing the vibe more. And then we kind of John and Dane and I got stuck with the Cavalier because we, we had uh, you know one person back out of the vibe during the middle of the race, which was fine, no big deal, and uh, nothing with that. But um, you know, so they do we we did three four hour shifts and tried to do that and uh, one time i ran out of fuel and the vibe luckily coming down off turn four so and i liked how they had that set up yes you had a fuel area but it's all right off uh if you've ever been to bare field you go off the track in one and two and i was right back there back of the pits and everybody had to fuel in the same spot put all your fuel there you had to get out of the car but it it made it nice i mean and 
Did you have um, to fuel it yourself, or did you have yes. someone there? Oh, oh really? Well, um, you could have two people, either a driver and one crew guy, or because somebody had to do the fuel and somebody had to have um, fire stuff there in case there was a fire. And um, yeah, that that one uh, actually uh, one of the our competitors helped me fuel because nobody was paying attention that I ran out of fuel. <laughs> Everybody must have been taking a nap or eating a sandwich or something. And <laughs> I'm out there running around trying to get our fuel can, and uh, actually it was, it's. Uh, Somebody that's one of our friends, too, they seen us, so they fueled us up, and we got back out there. But, yeah, it was great. I mean, um, it was a lot of fun. I mean, um, like Sunday morning when the sun was coming up, at one time there was only about 30 cars on the track, and that's when we made up a lot of time in the vibe because you could just pick and choose where you wanted to run. And if you've ever been, been on a racetrack or seen races, you know, uh, you could be picking your groove uh, off two. You knew where you was going to enter in the three, you know, by who was out there. And I take it that the Saab that won ran continuously? Yes, he ran. Yeah, I mean, the only thing they stopped for was um, fuel and tires. They didn't have any issues. And that's, that's the thing with our vibe. The only thing that happened, uh, one time it got in a little skirmish, and we had to wipe or take the front end of it off the front nose and stuff. But, uh, yeah, and that Saab, it was fast. I mean, he was going, well, we was running 65 a lot of times, 70, and he was passing us a lot, but we thought he was going to burn it up, to be honest. But <laughs> How many tires did you uh, end up going through? We went through, um, well, we went through six right fronts. Basically, the right front was what was Is that going, on both but, cars combined? Yeah. No. <laughs> just, that was just car. one car? Oh, yeah, per car. Per, wow. Yeah. There's some people went through eight, ten, Could 12. you just rotate wow. the tires? Yes, yeah, that's okay. what we end up rotating. How them often and, did you have to, did you end up doing that? Um, about every four or five. It just depends. About every four hours, five okay. hours, depending. About five hours, depending on you know, uh, depending on who was driving it. See, we we did um, like Cindy. She wasn't as hard on it as which we knew. That's what we wanted her to do. Just go out. She just made consistent laps, and that's what made us go up there so quick. You know, because like I said, the goal is it's a twenty four hour race. And some of these people you've seen just go and pedal the metal from the beginning. I mean, you know, here they are cooking their engines halfway through the race or, you know, I mean, just burning the transmissions out or stuff like that. And we could have did a little more efficient when we changed drivers. We pulled in the pits. We lifted up the hoods. I'm um, cool off for about five minutes, checked the oil. Uh, the vibe kept taking some antifreeze and, you know, just checking some stuff. And we could have did it a lot faster, but our goal is to have fun and finish. So, Front wheel drive cars? Yes. Were the, were the hot setup? I think so. I mean, because the heavy cars, the heavy cars would lean on you and push the little cars out of the way. They <laughs> knew they could do it, but um, but they abused their tires more exactly. Because they were heavier. And they went through a lot of fuel. Like we went through about ninety gallons of fuel for two cars. And I have a friend of mine that had a bigger car um, that went through one hundred and ten gallons for one car. They went through one, you know, more in one car, and we did for two. Well, Ron said last week, figuring off the laps, they did uh, the winner did in the Saab three thousand one hundred forty nine that he drove to Key West and then back up to Atlanta. Yeah, yeah. yeah there's some people. Uh, our speedometer, we didn't check the mileage on the Cavalier, but on the Vibe, it, it quit. I mean, it quit um, a long time ago. <laughs> but uh, um, some people are saying they put a thousand anywhere from nine hundred to you know eleven hundred miles on the car. So. Uh, but yeah, it was it was it was a lot of fun. It was uh, more brutal than I thought because there were, there was uh, uh, there wasn't really anybody racing like dirty, dirty. Well, they got kicked out if they did. I mean, but there'd be people that would lean on you and rub you and expect you to give every single time they pass you. 
and maybe after 30, 40 times, you might have not let that guy, might not gave, especially if you was on the outside and tried passing on the outside, he may spin out. <laughs> not that I've seen any yeah. of that. Yeah. <laughs> Did you do anything uh, to prepare for the event, I mean, to the cars or anything, or were you just... Not really. You just sent in your entry and showed up. Oh, no. I mean, we uh, changed all the fluids, all the filters, um, you know. So just general like, maintenance. Yeah, so. put some trick stuff in it, you know, that's some supposed to be stuff. the best stuff, you know. Ne- uh, next year, uh, you'll start with new wheel bearings in the front. Yes. Yeah, we didn't Yeah, we didn't change any of that stuff. Well, we put new brakes um, on. All that. Brake pads. But other than that, no, just fluids, you know, flush the trannies, uh, flush the rate, you know, just make sure – Everything's up and basic stuff else. that you would do if yes. you were going on a long road trip. Exactly. Then you know all these trick additives. We try to you know being in the business I am, uh, always got reps wanting me to try stuff. It's like, well, hey, let me try it in this, <laughs> you know. And uh, you could become an endorser. That's right. And Dane had some trick stuff from VP that's supposed to make your engine run uh, a lot cooler, and uh, that seemed to do the job because we didn't have any overheating issues or anything whatsoever. Of course, the, the Cavalier was out probably. With all the crashes and all the repairs, it was probably out at least four, four and a half hour. I mean, over time. I mean, not all yeah. at once, but forty-five minutes here, half hour there, and but uh, that's what the girls ran and got us parts for. They always get us food and stuff too. So yeah, it was it was great. And I tell you, if you go there um, not prepared, it'll eat you up because I mean, we had people. Was there people there that didn't have oh, yeah. welding equipment? And, oh, yeah. Our welder was very popular. There was probably <laughs> You had a lot, uh, new, uh, lot of new friends? Yes, a lot of new friends. Did he make any money? No. Uh. We, we was being nice. And it was funny because it was like going to Oakshade or wherever. At like um, There's people running down to everybody's house. Hey, do you got this? Do you got that? I mean, <laughs> sure. people you didn't know, people you knew, I mean, whatever, trying to borrow. And it was. It was funny. I mean, I knew about six of the different teams there. Uh, had my fr- friends of mine on it and stuff, but other than that, I didn't know anybody. And some of those people had come down. Well, like the people that's parked next to us, the his mom flipped. I mean, uh, he races a modified at Eldora and stuff, and uh, we was borrowing stuff. And he's like, "We're just leaving the car here. Our salvage yard's taking it." Says if you guys need anything off of it, and that car <laughs> was three quarters gutted before the night <laughs> before it was over, <laughs> you know. And uh, everybody's taking stuff, but yeah, I mean, it was. Uh, Everybody is borrowing stuff from each other. So, yeah, the welder was popular. Uh, tires, I mean, I don't know how many people you've seen leaving and buying tires. I mean, just coming back, carrying. Well, years ago, they used to sell welding insurance. Maybe you right. remember. Uh, somebody might pick up on that oh, for yeah. a race next year. Well, and if somebody brings a tire changer, it'd be good because people are trying to change them by hand, you know, mount them and dismount them by hand. Sure. And when's the last time you've seen somebody do that? <laughs> I mean, oh. with a regular car tire. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I mean it was uh, it, that was quite interesting. Too. Was your cars uh, both your cars used up or they? Um, the vibe actually. I mean, the front end was pretty tore off of it, but I mean, there wasn't a straight piece on it except for the roof. <laughs> <laughs> and um, but mechanically, it was still. Yeah, we sound? probably could. I, the last ten minutes, it was running at two sixty and overheating and making the little buzzer noise it makes when you're overheating. But I mean. We we made a pack that uh, you drive it till it stops, no matter you know, especially that in the place. And yeah, the Cavalier it was pretty used up. I mean, the axle was welded into it twice, and I mean the it was crashed into the you know the where it got t-boned. I mean, it was into the door panels or into the back seat, and <laughs> I mean it was uh, it was pretty used up too. But uh, we sold them. We we got uh, some money out of them and looked for some new cars. Uh, 
Next year, hopefully. I, mean, I was going to say, so you're going to be back next year? Oh, yeah. We already got, um said, Riley and Cindy, uh, they live in Covington, Ohio, and uh, Weston. Uh, they came up and raced with us because uh, Riley blew up his sprint car engine, so he hadn't raced half season and, uh, you know, got to have some fun. And uh, they want to bring a car, but still racing our team, too. And then uh, we're talking at least two cars, one of our mechanics, uh, Ray, Ray, a.k.a. Dale. He, uh, I didn't know his name was Ray until after the race. Everybody called him Dale. <laughs> but I could, you know his real name's Ray, don't you? I'm like, hell, I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> Thought his name was Dale, you know. But uh, um, he wants to get involved. So then I've had people like uh, Jeff Kaiser that races sprint cars at Bearfield and all over. Uh, he told me the other day, man, I'd like to get on a team. And I've had uh, – I did a lot of Facebook. Yeah, he there wants we go. to get on there a team. You. There we go. Well, yeah, if we're available, I'd be I'd be on a team. Yeah, well, I want to do. Well, that's what uh, I did a lot of Facebook uh, live deals because we had some. I mean, I had a lot of local sponsors. I mean, we had uh, a lot of local sponsors, so we did a lot of uh, stuff for them. Um, you know, you was talking earlier about your transmission deal. I had uh, this guy uh, Merrill Mitchell. He drag races. Um, he does a little sticker business on the side, so he he charged me seventy five dollars for all my stickers. And he goes, "Well, I didn't make one for my car." He goes, "But you'll probably want or for your car." He goes, "You'll probably so." He ended up uh, making one and then uh, gave me the stickers for free and gave me a hundred dollars. So you know that worked all out right. pretty decent. So <laughs> <laughs> so you know you, you can work. I mean, you know, you can trade for your. Were there a lot of cars that just didn't have numbers at all? Yeah, there are some that didn't. Yeah, and, and they wrote a transponder number on your car. So if you had a number on your car, you might have a different number. They put it on your fender on both sides or somewhere. Uh, they had a sure. transponder number on there. Um, oh, that's what I should, sure ask. I should and, ask. And I'm sure that was professionally lettered. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, <laughs> I'm sure. It was, <laughs> yeah, it was. I should have asked uh, Dave if they had any backup to the transponders. They were scorned by hand. They was. Some were cars, they? Some cars. Um, one of my friends that happened. Wow. They had to score by hand for a while till their next pit stop, then they had to change transponder. So old flat, old fashioned flop clock, or I'm not sure how they did it. I'm, I'm not sure, but I think there's only one or two cars that had to, so that wouldn't been too bad. To... So, is there anything you'd do different uh, going into next year's Grocery Getter Classic at Bearfield? Uh, more tires and more drivers. More Be tires, more aggressive from the start. And don't let the big cars lean on you. Yeah. Well, I, that's what I mean. You you knew they was coming, so you, you would give for those guys. Then you had uh, – there's this one guy, um, they spent – and they was telling everybody, they spent $15,000 on this. It was a Burt Reynolds throwback. It was a Firebird, and this guy bought it for him, and they did like a salute to Burt Reynolds. So they had fifteen grand in this thing. Wow. But uh, he would uh, – he couldn't pass you without rubbing you at all. He, he was always – I don't care how high he was on the track because we basically ran the high side to try to stay out of trouble and just bide our time so we could didn't use up our stuff and, you know, basically not stay out of the way but stay out of the way type thing. And uh, I don't care how high he was running, uh, he would try to pass you on the high side. And like I said, you'd give 30, 40 times. So it might have been the 34th or 35th time that I didn't give. And he might have spun out. I'm not sure. I'm, I, I didn't see anything. <laughs> he might have. So again, uh, we're here with uh, Dwayne Hancock. Had uh, was involved with a couple cars in the Grocery Getter yes. Classic at Bearfield. That was uh, a couple weeks ago now. And uh, yeah, it was a great time. That's all we do different. They right. just uh, released the uh, results. You can download it. It's on their uh, website, BearfieldMotorsportPark.com. Yeah. I believe it is. You have plenty of ink and, in your printer because and, there were ninety six yeah. cars. Yeah, and the entries are well. It only printed out on two pages. Yeah. <laughs> Well, only 90 cars showed up on here. But yeah. anyways, uh, entries uh, for next year's event on their uh, website as well. And I guess that's uh, going to be taking place, the, the second annual 
Grocery yes. Getter Classic. Yeah, that's... September twenty first and twenty second, two thousand nineteen. Yeah, like you said, it's five hundred bucks in there, but that got yeah. your four driver. I mean, you're pit pass for only twenty bucks, but that paid for your four drivers and stuff. And so, um, but it was a good payback. I mean, it really was. I mean, he paid healthy and um, sounds like the winner did pretty good too. Yeah, well, it was uh, four hundred bucks <laughs> for sixtieth. Wow. So I mean, it was pretty decent, and yeah, we should end up with about almost eight hundred bucks for nineteenth. So I mean, you know. It's, it's a decent payout. Of course, you go through a lot, and we had. Uh, I think I ended up with about seven. I think we ended up with about sixteen hundred bucks in sponsors, and we had about twenty five hundred bucks in it between the two cars and everything. And so we get our prize money. So we we might have came close to breaking even, so, which is unremarkable, really. <laughs> so it sounds like the Grocery Getter Classic, uh, the first annual Grocery Getter Classic, was a pretty big success uh, for Bearfield. So that's pretty cool. It's an interesting idea. I wonder if we'll see some copycats uh, at different rides next year. Well, I know there's already one in um, Kentucky, uh, November 3rd, on dirt at a fairgrounds, but they only take 45 cars. And it's uh, 24 hours. That'd probably be easier in tires, though, on the dirt. Yes. Uh, And theirs seemed a little different um, because Aaron Fry, I think, that runs the Boss Series, is talking about racing it because he talked to me about it. Um, You can pay to ride in the car. Or all four of your guys can just hang out and drive it, ride in the car all night long if you want. You can have passengers, all four oh, of you wow. can be in the car at the same time. Uh, I mean, if you guys ain't doing anything, you know, here we go. I mean, <laughs> what's uh, there, there's a big race in Texas. Yes, same, um, yep, similar format. Yes, and uh, yes, you brought that up there. Uh, the, I got to talking to those people from Texas. They brought, I think, seven cars up from Texas. They racing that all the time, and theirs is like a two day deal. It's like 600 laps on Friday and 600 laps on Saturday on a dirt track. Right. Yeah. And, they, oh, yeah, they run that every year. Because, actually, this is the first time they ever ran a pavement one. And they had no clue about tires. <laughs> and they're one of them had a lot of body roll. And you should see some of these trailers. These guys are like, I, I, I couldn't haul that thing on the other side of Toledo without it breaking down. And they brought them from Texas this way. I mean, <laughs> wow. I mean, it was it, some of the stuff you've seen was quite interesting. Well, we appreciate you uh, coming in. And uh, you want to? Tell our listeners about uh, your, the prog- other programs you're involved in as well. Uh, yeah, I um, do uh, On Throttle as a show on uh, the Q96.5 and uh, WQCT 1530, uh, 1520, 30, I don't know, something AM. <laughs> one of those. Yeah, one of those. Nobody ever listens to AM. <laughs> I mean, but uh, WQTC website, you can uh, live stream us. Uh, we have, uh, it's interesting, we have live streamers from Australia uh, just about every week, Mexico. It's amazing, but uh, uh, every Monday, just after new news, uh, we do kind of what you guys do, do uh, local reports, uh, national reports, uh, try to have some guests on, and then um, Nerds Podcast, um, we cover um, dirt racing from all over the United States and local. Uh, Elliot Aldridge and I do that, so uh, we do that weekly on Monday night, Monday, besides uh, I do that uh, the on the throttle show at noon, and then we do Dirt Nerds every Monday night. So. Where can uh, people find the Dirt Nerds? Uh, you can download it on anything, uh, Stitcher, Spotify, um, everywhere. He, Elliot's the man of that. I just sit there and talk and act like I know something. <laughs> but just about any platform there is, um, you can download Dirt Nerds. I think we're up to a couple thousand likes on that or followers on that already, close to it. So Mark Burns says he loves AM radio. But, well, good. Either that or he says, I love AM radio. Yeah, that could be. Yeah. <laughs> well, he needs to turn it, tune in on the throttle then. <laughs> there you go. 
We're gonna plow, show. Got to plow through some uh, racing news here, and then we'll get to uh, this weekend's uh, racing event. Big race uh, coming up at Sandusky Speedway yeah. this weekend. We'll Their talk Cavalcade. about here in just a minute. We also have the weekend weather pit stop with uh, WTOL 11's uh, Ryan Weekman. And uh, it's, it's not too bad. Uh, 17-year-old uh, Haley Deegan became the first female NASCAR K&N uh, West Series uh, winner at uh, the quarter-mile racetrack at Meridian, Idaho. Apparently, yes. uh, she made a nice... Uh, that was a lap, lap last lap yep. pass. That apparently, uh, uh, the other the guy she passed, I don't remember his name, but he was 21 years old, and he was not happy because I guess they made some contact. I watched the video, and it looked pretty... Didn't It was yeah. innocuous as far as I'm concerned, but... But she won, so that's cool. Yeah, and I uh, follow her on Twitter because she, she races for the parts store. She, her sponsorship is... <laughs> I guess but, she's been pretty popular, too, on all she kinds is. of uh, media. Well, yeah. Getting well yeah, she's been coming up. You know, she used to race off-road because that's her roots, right. you know. Um, and, uh, yeah, it was funny because she said the guy she had contact with, actually one of her friends has helped her kind of to help mentor her during the first part of the year and says he says yeah he says i was mad at first but he said i calmed down once he goes it wouldn't be anything i want to done you know type things so. did he calm okay i just read the comments i guess right after the race <laughs> yeah. he basically said next time we're racing i'm gonna win is yeah pretty he, much what ooh, he said he kind of <laughs> retracted yeah, from that okay. and was like uh you know now you know uh, now that i've seen it and calm down a minute that you know i don't blame her type thing and so which is good Last week, uh, we talked about uh, Jordan Anderson, the NASCAR Camping World Truck Series driver that had a warrant out for his arrest, that uh, the charges uh, have been dropped. And he, he got the truck. Yeah, he maintains his innocence and, and claims that he was cooperating with uh, authorities through his attorney. Truck was uh, alleged, The truck that was uh, allegedly stolen has been delivered to a location that was desired by the Rowan County Sheriff's Department <laughs> and has been returned to uh, the owner, Mike Harmon. Hmm. So and I guess there were the charges were dropped because there was insufficient evidence right. to do any press. So I guess it's over. It's a non-story at this point. Probably wasn't a story to begin with. Probably, but, right. yeah. It was fun that we went around that circle, though. That's it. Yeah. <laughs> uh, speaking of circles, uh, NASCAR is uh, gonna not be having restrictor plate racing yes. after uh, they, this. Uh, Upcoming Daytona, mm-hmm. uh, Talladega and Daytona after the Daytona 500 in February. Right. They're going to uh, go to a tapered spacer, I guess. Uh, they're going to have some aero ducts and a larger spoiler. Uh, this is at the, the bigger tracks over a mile because uh, they're trying to reduce the horsepower to try and keep the cars from getting strung out, I guess, supposedly trying to manufacture some some better racing. What does Ron That's Miller think about um, that? <laughs> every, every time NASCAR tries to equalize the fields, it winds up with some really nasty racing. And uh, turn them loose. Yeah. Um, what, is, what is this tapered spacer? It sounds like it's pretty much like a restrictor plate. Other I'm than sure it's a, it is. A spacer. Oh, yeah. Just a glorified name for a restrictor plate. <laughs> but I think uh, it said... They're trying to go from like uh, 700 plus horsepower down to like 550 horsepower. Every time NASCAR tries to bring the field back together, it really messes up the racing. Well, um, they already have pack racing at the uh, restrictor right, plate right. track, so yeah. I mean, I don't know how much closer you can yeah, get them right. there. But. Yeah, maybe go four wide at Daytona <laughs> instead of three. Maybe they want 40 cars in the wreck instead of 32. There I you go. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have to play uh, 
the Tony Stewart uh, record report again. That's <laughs> it. Uh, yeah, so that's uh, that's going to be happening next year with a different arrow package at the bigger tracks. Uh, did you watch the uh, Roval race? I, of you I did. I seen uh, the highlights of it. I, I actually I didn't nap through a whole lot of really? it. What did you guys think of it? You think there was a, a I thought there thing? was a lot of carnage, but yeah, the yeah, numbers were good. Everybody l- seemed to like it. That last um, uh, restart where everybody wrecked, I thought was pretty yeah. comical. They yeah, all just yeah. went straight. It reminded me of uh, one of the uh, hangover races at Sandusky where it started <laughs> snowing, <laughs> yeah. and they threw the green flag, and everybody just went straight off a of turn. Oh, yeah. all, all but two cars went off the track. Yeah. That was crazy. But did you, did you guys See, like it then? You think that was a good thing? I thought it made it a little more exciting. I don't know. It was um, interesting. <laughs> I kind of enjoyed Jimmy Johnson messing up. Yeah. Speaking of that, <laughs> I'm glad you asked. If, if you missed that, uh, yeah, they're in the final chicane on the final lap. Uh, Jimmy Johnson lost control, and uh, I guess he said he wheel hopped and base, basically it was that it would have been my story. Yeah. Trying yeah. trying to uh, get past uh, Martin Truex Jr. and actually ended up backing into the side of him and causing him to spin. So both cars ended up spinning, and neither yeah. one of them won. And it actually cost uh, Jimmy Johnson a uh, a spot in continuing on in the yeah, playoffs. In the, in the right? chase, yep. Yeah. yeah. So and another interesting thing here was that uh, uh, Johnson, Eric Almarola, and Kyle Larson actually ended up in a three-way tie for that final – or for the final two transfer positions into the next round. And, of course, Larson was in that crash that uh, happened on that restart where everybody just yeah. went straight into the wall. And he was not making minimum speed, but he had three laps to – to get up to yeah, speed. Yeah, to get up to speed. And since there was only three laps left, he didn't get black flagged, so he his finishing position actually <laughs> counted. Right. So he kind of beat the system because the rule of being you have three laps. At 45 next, miles an the hour. The next yeah. lap, he would have been black flagged, right. but did, there was no next did lap. Did you see the front wheel on his car? I saw he bounced off it, the wall it, coming oh, to oh, the checkers. Did. Yeah. Which, I, that's what he moved him into the next yeah, round, him and Eric. But but that's the way he drives anyway, uh, <laughs> back in his dirt days. And he it, the car wouldn't turn, so he just ran it into the fence and straightened it yeah. out and soldiered onto the checkered flag and jimmy johnson missed out on the the tiebreaker there and had he finished one position better he would have been in but he had to do he got his car turned around and then stopped because that was the rule there if you missed the chicane you had to stop stop. or otherwise you'd be penalized and he would have finished even further down but uh i think he ended up finishing eighth yeah so tough break for mr johnson it was definitely an interesting it was yeah the finish was uh pretty fun there and and Uh, jimmy johnson to be fair uh, he did drive straight into the wall, but there were a whole lot of other cars that... Who drove he, straight into the wall? Johnson. He uh, did. When, when they... When Was they he one down, of the cars that crashed into the wall? I didn't think he did. Yeah. Uh, well, anyway, the, the cars yeah. that crashed into the wall, um, there were four or five of them that the cars did not turn. Um, it, it, yeah, wasn't it just kind of went straight. It, yeah. it wasn't just one guy, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it was interesting regardless. Keselowski was, was in that, yeah. and I think uh, Kurt Busch got caught up in it. And yeah, it was Kyle Busch. Kyle Busch, sure. I'm sorry. Yeah. yeah. Wrong Busch, my bad. Uh, NASCAR's at uh, Dover this weekend. The Monster Energy Cup Series race starts at 2 o'clock on NB- NBCSN. One-mile track. That one could be interesting. Casey Kane's not going to be racing again. He's going to yeah. sit out another week uh, due to his dehydration, extreme heat exhaustion issues. Uh, he is, I guess, still hasn't been cleared to race, so Regan yeah. Smith will be filling in. Uh, this weekend at uh, Sandusky Speedway, some uh, little bit of local news here. The Budweiser Cavalcade, big weekend there. We've been talking about that. 30th, I think. 
Uh, it, it there's a there's been a lot. Oh of yeah, them. there's been a lot of them for sure. And yeah, I think it is the 30th yep. annual. Five thousand to win modifieds. Uh, yeah, they got CRS trucks. The Fremont dirt trucks are going to yeah. be there, which is going to be interesting. I guess that's the first time for that. Uh, sounds like quite a few of them are going from what I've been. I'm friends with a lot of those guys. Corey, we're Corey going to play McCoy, how many? We're going to play how many with that? Corey McCoy yeah. kind of put that deal together, and yeah. he went out on a limb and uh, scrounged up a whole lot of pavement tires. Yeah. That's that's the only rule change that they have to meet. They have to be on on the pavement on, tires, on pavement tires yeah. rather than their dirt tires. It probably would work a little better anyways. Well, I don't I'm know. Guessing. Okay. Uh, street stocks, modifies, mini trucks, renegades, pure stocks, uh, all qualifying in uh, – Heats on Saturday. It'll be a complete show, though, on Saturday for the mini trucks and the front-wheel drive. Uh, pit gates are going to open at noon for uh, Saturday. Hot laps at 2. They're going to qualify at 5 and then racing at 7. Uh, general admission, just 15 bucks for that, so that's not too bad on Saturday. And then Sunday is the uh, the features. In, in the past, they had the super modifieds there, and I don't think they're there this no, weekend. No, they're not, no. Um, uh, 20 bucks for uh, general admission on Sunday, and everything starts... Pit gates open at 10, the uh, main gates and hot laps open or start at noon, and then racing uh, will begin at 2 on Sunday afternoon. So, big, big event there. Oh, yeah. Last big event before the hangover race on January 1st. I believe so. Yeah, so. I think it is too. A couple uh, drivers announcing retirement. I'm sure there's more. These are just the two I remember, and the one was kind of surprising to me. Dustin uh, Stroop. Yes. Yeah. Is uh Hanging yep. it up, which uh, we had him on on the show right this past yeah. summer, and, and he had a great year. I yeah, mean, he had a real he good year. Track record at uh, Atomic Speedway, and yeah, had a handful of wins down there. And it's because he was on the show. That's why he won. So, all, so yeah. you guys are probably going to win at the uh, the, the Grocery Getter Classic Heck next yeah. year. I, I, since you've been on the if show, that's that's your, right. if that's your next race, yeah. yeah. And, and we've had a really <laughs> good track record of of, of our guests going on to win the very next race. Well, that's well, that's good. Well, unless unless you know something else pops up. I mean, if there's a sideboard late monitor, or something, they do even you know, better. I, I, yeah, <laughs> they tend to do even better when they bring us treats and uh, oh. t-shirts too. Oh okay. yeah, I'm just, just saying. Uh, also uh, announcing his retirement, uh, and not as much of a surprise. Uh, veteran driver Tim Fisher, who's had quite a career at Oakshade, and sort of an inauspicious final race, broke early. Yeah, yeah. Well. And and racers announce retirement, and then they you know, then I see them the next oh, year yeah. or a year or two later. So we'll, we'll forever see. isn't as happen. long as it used yeah. to be. You get that itch, and it needs scratched, and you know. Yeah. So we'll see how long that uh, lasts, and that's pretty much all the the news that I have. Uh, you had some news about something. Well, just with the transponders. Yeah. What were you um, talking about? The, with the, that? the first time we found out that we were group qualifying was when we pulled out on the track. <laughs> oh yeah, I heard o- about that. Over our receivers. Yeah, I, I did oh, by the way, uh, spread out a little bit. I knew guys. you guys were qualifying. Spread out a little bit, guys. <laughs> oh, thanks for that, Scott. <laughs> um, I figured you knew. No. Okay. Nobody seemed to tell the racers that we were qualifying. Well, they told you on the receiver. Yeah, that's so. what I. As heard. we pulled out on the track. Now, a couple of guys um, w- would normally have gone out on good tires if they were qualifying they just went they went out on two or three week old scuffs um so it kind of shook things up but i really i i liked it uh i I think it's something that they've been been check testing it out with uh, the sportsmen and the late models doing some qualifying yeah maybe something for next year is a permanent thing um i mean it doesn't take any more time it's not eating up the track anymore really because you guys are doing it during hot laps and it's years ago we used to qualify there but 
it, it takes a big toll on on the track uh, on the track at the hottest part of the right. day um because we didn't have transponders it was just qualify one car at a time and right. it could drag out to a half hour 45 minutes worth of qualifying yeah. right but now that they're doing it with the transponders um i remember and, summer nationals before uh, we had the transponders doing it all by hand oh man yeah that, that took about an hour with the you know we get yep. 60 late miles but yeah. uh, you know it, now it's in your hands um the pill right. draw the pill draw completely takes it out of your hands yep. but it it's well the key is to be the fourth quick right yeah in the group. well i i heard there's a little controversy though after that because uh they didn't know that if they was redrawing from the heats or went by times and they started to redraw when like four or five guys redrawed numbers for the starting spots of the a main mm-hmm. and then they're like oh no it's going by times and so yeah, i didn't i didn't know all yeah. this stuff yeah well, and I didn't know that. I, yeah, so the, there's like four or five pills drawled out of the nine or whatever that redrawled, and so oh, then wait, they had to make wait. a decision. Yeah. Yeah, they had to make a decision whether to keep the redraw since, you know, some guys drew, they would have started different than where they qualified. and so well, Maybe we'll have an official announcement at the uh, awards banquet coming up in, in December. Yeah. Uh, as far I'm, as to next year. With I'm, the, I'm all in favor of qualifying. Are you? Oh, for, all, for all classes or just uh, late models? Everybody's got everybody's got transponders. Yeah, and group qualifying is the way to do it. There's, I mean, Kokomo for the sprint cars. I mean, of course, my background is a lot more sprint cars than there's anything. And uh, a lot of Indiana tracks will group qualify during uh, hot laps. And I mean, uh, some USAC shows did it at the midgets at one time too. But um, Kokomo seems to be that's the way everybody's going. Well, yeah. Yeah. I mean, you know, the only downfall is if the track's a little slimy. You know. Sometimes some of the guys complain because the oh, track's not in perfect shape yet. But you're qualifying with your – and I don't know how they with did it. With your group, yeah. Yeah, with your group. So you're qualifying on, with your heat race, Yeah, exactly. Basically. You're yeah. qualifying with your heat race. So it doesn't – I mean, you're all in the same style. Did you qualify with your heat race? No, it, it, was, it was just, just random. Yeah. yeah. And, and usually it's the same guys that go out in the first group, the yeah. second group, right. the third group. Uh, and, and that's the way that it shook out. Uh, I don't know. Maybe pill draw into a group. Yeah. Um, qualifying your heat race type. We'll thing. figure something out. I'm sure. Yeah, it was just the last yeah. race of the year. I think I, they're just trying some things. Yeah, but I, I liked it. I <laughs> well, yeah, it's not a bad idea because, like I said, the pill draw and and the technology is there to do it. Yes, and yep. in the past it hadn't been, so right. I, I like it. Yep. Let's check out the uh, forecast for this weekend. Shall okay. We? <laughs> this is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm first alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman looking at the. Races on Saturday, we're starting to dwindle down a little bit, aren't we here? We got Waynesfield, we got Sandusky. We are going to see the chance for scattered showers and thunderstorms early in the day for Saturday. I think that lifts out of here quick, so don't be too freaked out if you see rain early Saturday. Heat builds in, temperatures get into the lower 80s by the afternoon. We will have to watch a returning chance for an overnight shower or thunderstorm, but it does look like the majority of the afternoon and early evening Saturday will be dry. That is your weekend weather pit stop forecast. I'm First Alert meteorologist Ryan Weekman. You can always track the latest forecast. Download that free WTOL 11 First Alert weather app. I think we're only going to have a, a few more forecasts from him as we Oh, start he can give us out. forecasts. Yeah. Well, we're we're going to have to expand races. his uh, range yeah. out a little bit because later in the season we kind of expand our coverage as there's yeah, less and less tracks going on. And uh, actually we'll go through some tracks uh, that are going to be Having some events coming up. So still plenty yes. of racing oh, yeah. going on. Yeah, I got um, a calendar booked yet. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
We play how many on this show. Okay. It's, uh, we kind of guess how many, whatever, whatever yeah. we choose. Last week it was uh, how many topless late models were going to be at uh, Oakshade on Saturday, since there wasn't much racing action to choose from. And uh, there were 23. And you picked 20. 20. I picked uh, 21. Um, Paul Miller, who was uh, in the studio, he picked 18. Kathy, you had 14. <laughs> so you're a little off. And uh, Rich. Uh, Ricky Rife. Yeah. He, uh, he picked 22, so he was our winner. At least you didn't win again. <laughs> Sometimes so, I think the scorekeeper cheats, but that's okay. I, so, right. so, so this week... score, you can keep it away once. <laughs> this week, I have no idea, and you probably have a better idea than me, and I don't know how much of an idea you have, but how many uh, Fremont uh, dirt trucks do you think are going to show up at... Uh, at uh, Sandusky this weekend. 15. And I'm not sure that I'm going to be able to 15, verify 15. how many actually show up, but 15? Uh, yeah, we can okay. We can get a hold of Corey. Oh, McCoy. that's true. We could do that. So you're saying 15. How many? How many? Uh, I say 12. Oh, okay. I'm going to split the difference. I'll say 14. Going with 14. You want in on this? How much? 13. 13? Okay. Kathy's <laughs> got 13. All right. Winners will be announced next week. You won't be here, though, so you won't find out if you win. Maybe I'll be listening. <laughs> yeah, he'll be listening. <laughs> sure. Give him a reason think, to listen, right? I don't sure. I'm not sure that your granddaughter would appreciate that, though. <laughs> I won't tell them. Okay. Yeah. Uh, coming up uh, this weekend, uh, we mentioned the Sandusky Speedway, but uh, there's also a pretty big race at Waynesfield Raceway Park. Yes. It's the uh, Family Fun Fall Spectacular. Uh, that's Saturday night, featuring NRA Sprint Invaders, 2500 to win for that. Non-wing 410 Sprints, 2000 to win. And uh, UMP Modifieds, 1000 to win. Gates open at 3, racing at 6. General mission tickets, just 15 bucks. Again, uh, that's uh, coming up Saturday. Yeah, and they got like a 2 for 25 special, too. I did not know that. Yes, um, which I seen was pretty unique. And the neat thing about the 360s, they're paying 400 to start, which that's huge for 360s. Yeah, I did the, see uh, that they had the... I mean, the, rain, the rained out corn harvest race at Mid-Michigan Raceway. <laughs> Uh, will be held this weekend. Is it? I um, late models, modifieds, uh, pro stocks, and compacts. Yeah. Are you going to be there? No. Oh, okay. Uh, we mentioned some. I, I, I seriously thought about it, but Ryan Weekman's forecast scared <laughs> me. <laughs> Uh, the Budweiser Cavalcade at Sandusky Speedway, a whole bunch of stuff going on there. We already talked yeah. about that. If you want to get uh, information on that, SanduskySpeedway.com has it all. Uh, looking ahead, uh, that's those really, well, those three events are really the only thing in the kind of close area. Right. Uh, Eldor Speedway, uh, of course, the World 100 rescheduled from uh, September is coming up next weekend, not this weekend, next weekend, Friday, yeah. October 12th, and Saturday the 13th. Uh, we'll talk more about that later. Uh, Montpelier Motor Speedway has the Outlaw Showdown, and it's also the uh, Boss Championship Night. That's uh, coming up uh, next weekend as well, Saturday the 13th. Yep. Uh, topless UMP Modifieds, Outlaw Super Streets, Outlaw Thundercars, Front Wheel Drive Compacts, and, of course, the bo Boss uh, Non-Wing Sprints. Um, oh, next page. <laughs> uh, I-96 Speedway has uh, a race coming up on the 13th as yes. well. It's the Fall Brawl. Uh, UMP late models. Are you going to be there for that? Probably. Have you raced I-96? Yeah. Okay. I've never been up there. I, tell you, oh, I really like it. Um, nice track. They've put a lot of time and effort in that thing yeah. the last few years, and it's they've really nice. They've been doing uh, a lot yeah. of Friday and Sunday. Actually, shows. it's a two-day deal. Yeah, it's a two-day show because they got sprint cars one night. Sprint cars on Sunday, late on Saturday. Everybody else is racing both nights. Gotcha. Yeah. And then, uh, again, Montpelier Motor Speedway later this month, Saturday the 27th, with the Monster Mash. They had issues last year where that didn't end up happening until April. Right. But <laughs> hopefully this year the weather cooperates. Um, 
Flat Rock uh, Toledo Awards Banquet's coming up November 2nd. Attica's uh, Awards Banquet coming up November 10th. And uh, Oakshade's Awards Banquet coming up on December 1st. So Yeah, Co- there's some Co- others. Kokomo Clash, too. Yep. Uh, Kokomo actually has the All-Star Season Championship this weekend, too, for the All-Star Sprints and That's the War Sprints on Saturday. The, the Clash is, what, two weeks? Yes, two weeks, um, like the 20th or 19th yeah. and 20th, because yep. I'm going to actually be at Tulare to the Trophy Cup in California that weekend. And, again, I think uh, late, late models – on Saturday, Saturday yeah. and sprints on Sunday. Well, Friday. Friday is sprints, That's midgets. Right, Friday, yeah, yep. sprints, midgets, mini sprints, and like Thunder Cars, and Saturdays, late models, modified street stocks, and yep. compacts, I think. And that's right. always a good I mean, that's always a good race. And uh, um, Anders, Why not lightning cars? I don't know. I don't know why they're always Thunder. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, I think we're about done. There's a lot of racing uh, going on. So we ran a little bit long again, Scott. Yeah, a little bit. So get out and uh, support uh, your local tracks, or yes. you know, drive a little further uh, this weekend and uh, check out some. Uh, some I races. believe it's going to be good racing at Sandusky. Yeah, it'll oh, be interesting, so. especially with the, the dirt trucks, because it's it's one of those. It's like the Roval. It's it's new, right? right. It's something they haven't done before. So, uh, well, Corey's raced out there. At he's he's been at a lot of the hangover yeah. races. Oh, you and, say they can run and, at the hangover camp. Yeah, right. And and he's ex- that's the only place time he, I've seen them there. He's so. got a lot of experience, uh-huh. a lot of laps around the place. Yeah. So probably it will be a, not a, quite as slippery though. We've had all kinds of <laughs> Sandusky hangover well, races. That's one thing. Uh, not to make the show go any longer, but that you brought up about um, the moisture. That's one thing uh, at the grocery getter. Uh, somebody hit the wall and water run across the track. You weren't used to that. Uh, people flying around there, then all of a sudden there's a big water puddle across there. And that, that uh, created some interesting scenarios, too. Made things slick? Yes. <laughs> and especially when some of it was antifreeze, too. Well, bad. <laughs> <laughs> that didn't dry off as quick, especially when it was entering a turn. So, again, it wasn't the, no caution flags, no, no. Uh, quickie dry to spread out on no. there. Just, no. It's like an enduro race. Yes, and uh, you had to maneuver around everything. You didn't run Even the safety it? truck. Did they oh. leave? Oh, uh, no, I ran through it. Did they leave cars uh, on the track? Okay. Uh, no, um, they brought a safety truck out and pushed them off. Okay. Or hooked them up with a wrecker while cars were flying okay. by them at 60 miles per hour. So, basically, That's they impressive. had... <laughs> <laughs> So they, I said, whoever drew that straw. They had jam trucks there. Yes. So that's, yeah. that's pretty cool. But if you hit the jam truck, you're automatically disqualified. All right. What, about, what happens if you hit one of the people trying well, to hook up the... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. It didn't say that. Just if you hit the, the truck. Tr- okay. One of our cars just about Pe- hit the truck. People so were know. optional. Yeah. Yeah. yeah <laughs> it was, that's the people that's on Dave's uh, outhouse list there for the outhouse race. Let's get to run that. <laughs> So, uh, Dwayne Hancock, thanks for coming in. Hey, uh, thanks for having uh, me. Talking about the Grocery Getter Classic. Uh, that was fun. It was interesting to uh, to learn about. I know we were really curious ab- about that and how everything went. And oh, yeah. Well, we, gonna we talked out. about it quite a bit, yeah. and, and yeah. it's it, definitely an interesting concept. Yeah, and I don't know if anybody didn't have fun. I mean, even if you had crap luck and got crashed out, um, everybody I see, and like Dave said, uh, everybody's smiling, having a good time, watching the people They'd come hang out in the other teams, and the pit grandstand was packed the whole time. I and mean, people was really because you know if you're in the pits, you're obviously there with somebody. But I mean, that grandstand was you go up there at two thirty, three o'clock in the morning, and it's three quarters full. Wow, <laughs> <laughs> that's that's crazy. I'm I'm just impressed he had one announcer that went twenty four hours. Yeah, well, Tyler's a little different. You just got to know Tyler. He's okay. a friend of mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> Did he, did he well, have a voice left? Uh, yeah, well, he was also the race director, too. He, oh, wow. he ended up being the race director. He's telling me a story. He says the race director is sitting there and says, hey, I might go down and get a sandwich and be back here in a little bit. And he's like, he never showed back up. <laughs> <laughs>
I'll bet large nice. amounts of Mountain Dew were involved oh, yeah. with that one. Yes, we we uh, I quit. It's funny because I quit drinking Mountain Dew about three months ago, and then I started back up for that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, five hour energy energy yeah, drink seems that like too. that would have been a, a popular thing. Yep, we had those two and some monsters and some you know stuff like that. It was uh, a lot of the girls ran and got us donuts and just about yeah. anything you can think <laughs> of. <laughs> oh, yeah. It was a great diet. It was, it was a great diet weekend. If you. <laughs> One guy, he's like, I think I'm going to be a diabetic before this thing's over. <laughs> Make sure to tune in uh, next Thursday. There won't be uh, Ron Miller here. No. But, uh, I'm not sure what we'll do. We'll figure something out. We'll make uh, we'll make things happen. 7 o'clock, Facebook Live, or uh, check us out on demand on iHeartRadio. Just search Hammerdown Racing Report. Make sure you like us on Facebook. Oh, yeah. Because That's important. Even if you don't like us, just click on the like button. <laughs> yeah. You can just pretend. Why? Yeah, hammerdownracereport.com if you're interested in uh, sponsorship or anything. There's information on there as well as links to our Facebook, our iHeart uh, Media, and uh, or our iHeart Radio. Get those confused sometimes. And uh, our store where you can buy T-shirts and other stuff. Cool swag from Hammerdown Racing. And again, don't forget to uh, call Ron Miller Race Cars for uh, gift certificates. All kinds of stuff. Yeah, because Christmas is coming up. It's, uh, right. it's almost Thanksgiving's time. coming up. Halloween's coming up. We could yes. do Halloween gift certificates. No yeah. big deal. Do you, do you have candy? Uh, I bet he could for the right yeah, purchase. That's it. <laughs> uh, 734-856-7223. Uh, he's got race cars. He's got parts. He's got safety equipment. He's got two-for-one deal on uh, those uh, all-star plastic. Plastic tank radiators. That's it. Thank you. Uh, pretty much everything a racer needs. It, it, and more. And you don't have to be a racer. We, we no. do all kinds of stuff. And it don't car- have to be late model stuff. I know Chad Wilson, I've helped him for the last four or five years. Sure. He's bought all kinds of stuff from oh, you know, the sprint car. I mean, we, it's all kinds of race we cars. We take care of everybody. Go-karts. Yes. And I've yeah. seen some pretty crazy stuff in your shop there. Yes. Fast, yes. fast yes. bombers and compacts at Oak Shade, what it sounds. I mean. Yeah. Heck yeah. You didn't build my car, though. No, you, but you we've, did do we've, a lot. You sure <laughs> modified it from its original form. That's true. So, Dwayne, thanks for coming in. Thanks for having me. Another right. one in the can. There you go. We'll see. Uh, I'll see you next week at least. Yeah. So. Have a good one. We'll see you, <laughs> folks. You have been listening to the Hammer Down Racing Report from the Ron Miller Race Car Studio. Listen on demand on iHeartRadio. Hit Pass Moto, sponsored by Moto America, is the show that keeps you up to speed on the latest in motorcycling and brings the biggest names in motorcycle racing right to you. From candid interviews with the top names in racing to providing insights into the trends and trendsetters driving the motorcycle industry, we have you covered. New episodes are available every Thursday at pitpassmoto.com and on your favorite podcast app. Ride on!